It is the Corner 3 on Studio 41 Radio 97. One the Freak, Dallas Mavs YouTube channel, everywhere else on the internet. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. My name is Bobby Corella. Storm season is over. The weekend has arrived. We made it, or maybe storm season is just beginning, I guess, now. But either way, over the next hour, we're going to light up the sky with some white hot Mavs takes. Joining me as always, Katya Viava. Katya! Hello. How are you? How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm excited that it's the weekend. We did it. We made it. We made it. We made it. And we never have to work again. Until Monday. (laughs) Until Monday. (laughs) I'm going to savor the next 24 hours, baby. Let's go. Isaac Harris, what's up? We were just talking about people lighting up the sky. (laughs) (laughs) And... (laughs) Uh, but no, I think one of the more underrated things about the Philly game was no roof leak. Big storm came through and the roof did not leak. The AAC showed us all what it's made of yeah, that storm on was Thursday night. Pretty gnarly. I don't know. I didn't even hear anything or anything. I, you know, I, a couple TVs home, so. started just, getting glitchy in the press yeah. box. But I otherwise, just cuddled with Bobby and <laughs> we just watched the news together and watched the game. Isaac, so Isaac was... Uh, Feeling a little awkward because as he's sitting there enjoying a historic basketball performance, his wife is texting him like, me and the kids are in the bathtub and oh, no. <laughs> we don't yeah. have power and it's so loud. You don't and, have power. and Isaac is like, uh, babe, Lucas got 30. Can you like, <laughs> leave me alone? Like, Kyrie's about to hit 40. <laughs> this is the first time in history that, uh, <laughs> no, to make it make you make us or make me feel even worse, uh, my daughter woke up this morning, she's two, and her, the, like, first, the first thing she said was, Papaya, the storm, storm was scary. Like, oh. oh my god! Oh. <laughs> like, I mean, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. but you got to witness history. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was oh worth god. it. <laughs> You'll be telling your kids about it forever. You'll be telling your kids about it forever because on Thursday night at American Airlines Center, Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic made their story. They each went off for forty <laughs> points, first time ever that two Mavs have scored 40 or more in the same game. This is kind of like the, you know, different stakes, of course, but there's that famous picture of LeBron and Kyrie stat lines from game, it was game five of the NBA Mm -hmm. finals. Oh, that was making its rounds. Yeah, like this just happened. (laughs) Like This just in. happened. 42 points for Luka to go along with 12 assists, four rebounds. Kyrie goes for 40 points, six assists, Four boards, three steals. They combined to shoot 28 for 44 from the floor. They combined to go 13 of 21 from three, and they even only missed four free throws combined. I think I saw a stat on the internet making the rounds that they are actually the first duo in NBA history to each score 40 and have six threes made apiece in a game. Take that, Stephen Clay. Let's go. Yeah, not even Stephen Clay. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw that. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'll take it. How about that? Now, uh, if you're a, a, a faithful listener of Studio 41 Radio, you'll know in the previous segment, I was on Numbers on the Boards presented by Fembers with Iztok Franco from Slovenia, and we were talking about the Luka Kyrie dynamic yeah. and how, like, are them are they gonna do they need to play off each other more? Do they need to kind of do their own thing? Do they need to, you know, whenever Kyrie's on the floor, Luka's off? Does Kyrie need to be more aggressive, or does he need to be more aggressive whenever he's on the floor with Luka? Well, the Mavs clearly listened. To our conversation. They just need to do what they did versus the Sixers. Just make every yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah. Just do that because they went out on the floor and, you know, sometimes 
Uh, sometimes Luca was just going off. Sometimes it was Kyrie. Sometimes Luca was being double teamed when he passed to Kyrie. Sometimes Kyrie was being double teamed when he passed it to Luca. And it was just from the opening jump, they were just taking turns systematically destroying the Sixers defense. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie's, you know, was talking the other day about how, you know, he, he's feeling the pressure for himself. He wants to win here and he wants, you know, obviously to do well and to fit with Luca and, and all of that. And, you know, was there a little, you know, a little added stuff going against James Harden and then he has Kevin Durant coming on Sunday and some, uh, you know, past teammates in, in Brooklyn that didn't work out with, but it's the efficiency for Kyrie in that game that was just unbelievable. I mean, what, 68% from the field, 75% from the three-point line, puts up 40 in the game. It was just from the opening tip. You're like, all right, if Kyrie's at this level, we know the level that, you know, Luka's been playing at uh, this season as an MVP candidate. I mean, you have literally one of the best duos, if not the best duo in the league. It's not a duo, Isaac. Not a duo. Okay. I know. It's uh, so hard because I want to say that word all the time. You need to find some other words. Yeah. Twosome. Combo. Pair. Combo. Pair. Combo. 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 Like combo. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, collection of talent. Okay, I have some homework for you. I'm curious. Okay. Now. Okay. I want to know. It pace. is the weekend. Yeah, you know that. I know. I'm w- I'm that teacher that's going <laughs> to give you homework. I want to know like pace and offensive rating with Luca and Kyrie on Luca only, Kyrie only, just to see the difference in all the different styles of play. Okay. Give me. You need to talk Bobby, for a little bit. Okay, you should so you should Isaac. know this off the top of your head. Uh, let me say this, though. I feel like that was a very Bobby question that I just asked, right? <laughs> As Bobby looks it up, Jason Kidd even talked about this post-game last night, or, you know, two nights ago, of, you know, stuff that we obviously see as we're watching it is mm-hmm. the, you know, the change of pace. Kyrie likes to, you know, play a little faster. Well, I mean, we talked about last week of Luka being like a quarterback out there, and he likes to dissect the defense and, and all of that. But even he was talking about the meshing of their two styles, how Kyrie likes the more of the flow and let's do this, and to where he, he used uh, deliberate for Luca. Yeah. And how Luca likes to be Methodical. deliberate. Methodical. Yes. Yeah. And how, how can they make those two styles kind of mesh and go together? So I'll be really curious to see what these numbers look like. Yeah. That no, Bobby I, is it's just, up. it's so cool to me to see the two different styles of play them on the court together and then them running the offense separately like yeah. you have so we talked last season all the time about how many different options we have and yada 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 and now it's like hey we got options again i have some numbers okay. for you i'm impressed <laughs> it didn't even take all weekend all right cat enough we held the overachiever down. <laughs> over here all right so in just the games where both guys have played all right so okay. it's not including time without uh, Kyrie before the trade or when Kyrie was playing without Luke. It's okay. just the games where both Kyrie and Luke have played whenever they are on the floor at the same time. The Mavs in 162 minutes, a still small sample size, but yeah. in 162 minutes have a 131.1 offensive rating. <laughs> that good, which, Bobby? For reference, 115, 116 is like, wow, wow yeah. that's really good. <laughs> With just Kyrie on and Luca off, 132.6 offensive rating. Oof. Wow. With Luca on and Kyrie off, it's 103.2. But okay, but that's we, okay. <laughs> skip, yeah, that, yeah, skip, yeah. That, skip that, skip that, skip <laughs> that. Uh, and then with Kyrie on the floor this season, the Mavs uh, play at a pace of 96.96. So basically 97 possessions, 97 possessions per 100. Um, and what is per NBA 48 minutes average? Uh, close to 100. Okay. So the Mavs are still playing slow, but they're playing much closer to average. So 97 <laughs> possessions per game or per 48 minutes. 
with Kyrie off the floor, 95.4 possessions. So they're averaging about an extra possession and a half per game with Kyrie, which okay. means, you know, a couple quicker possessions here, maybe yeah. a run out fast break there. Um, so they are playing faster and they're scoring very well, but we, we saw it play out. Why is that? Well, they're running Kyrie off screens. Yeah. They're putting Kyrie in the corner where if you leave him open, he's going to hit the three. And if you close out on him, there was a really good possession in the fourth quarter where Lucas won't get to Hardaway in one quarter. Hardaway didn't like it, so he gave it back to Luke at the top of the key. Lucas swung it to Kyrie in the opposite corner. Mm-hmm. Defender closing out like a bat out of heck down there. Kyrie just up fakes, steps through, steps into a mid-range shot, hits it and one. It's very, very difficult to guard Kyrie whenever you're off balance. If he has a little space to operate and you're not set. And as they get a little better at figuring out the spots, yeah. I think they're going to get even more... Uh, even more dominant than they already are. I mean, how do you guys think the ball movement has been lately? Like, I think just it's gotten so much better, right? Quicker. Yeah, they they had a lot of good ball movement possessions against Philly. They had tw- 26 assists on 45 shots or 45 makes, which isn't super high, but obviously Luca making 13 shots, yeah. almost all of them are going to be unassisted. And so if you just say that all of them were, well, that means 26 assists on 32 non-Luca makes, which is really, really good. The ball was whizzing around the floor. Um, they have, since that trade, they've been moving in a lot better. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you look at the three-pointers in this game, too. I mean, 25 threes. Like, I mean, this Tied is... the franchise record. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. It, it's crazy. I mean, you look at Reggie, uh, you know, Reggie in that... <clears throat> I, get, I think it was the fourth um, that Reggie... I don't think it was fourth. It was the third where he hit, uh, he hit three threes there uh, in the third quarter there. But him hitting five, Kyrie hitting six, Luka hitting seven. I mean, some of Luka's threes... That Philly game was the, you know, Joel Embiid ISOed out, just ridiculous step backs. Um, Dragging him way out to the deep end. You know, Kyrie was asked uh, post game after the game about, you know, what, what's going through his mind, I guess, whenever he gets Joel Embiid and a big, you know, switched off on him like that. And uh, he just smiled and said, make him dance, baby. <laughs> and it, it was a, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a great, great quote. But, you know, they're finding the guys, I mean, it's easy to say, hey, when they're hitting their shots, they're unbeatable. But it's more believable when you look at them making their shots because they're going to get the shots. The, the other guys, Maxie, Reggie, Tim, these guys. So and, and Josh. I mean, Josh only hit one last night. Or So, yeah. And having Maxie back, too, coming off the bench. I know you and his talk talked about a lot about Maxie, but just his role coming off the bench, he's still on that kind of little minute restrictions. Yeah. Uh, you know, played a little over 19, 20 minutes in that game. He's going to play more, but yeah, I thought his shot would be a little bit more rusty coming back from injury than what it has been. Yeah, it's it's been looking good, and and one of the things that stood out to me that you and Iztalk talked about was how Maxi not only obviously brings defensive energy, but he unlocks players to be able to be better on offense as well by creating the spacing and all of that stuff. So Yeah, so there was, in that game... Max is on the floor. Even whenever Dwight was on the floor, the Philly was really committing to to Luca once Luca got cooking. Mm-hmm. So Embiid is like just ignoring his guy to put an extra, you know, set of hands in Luca's face. Well, if you leave Dwight open, okay, he's gonna catch it on the short roll and then he's gotta make a decision and maybe it's gonna be swing, swing, open three, but it's gonna take some time. Yeah. If you leave Maxi open, Luca's just gotta hit him with the behind the back pass and it's three points. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just so much tougher to defend the Mavs that way. But Going into the game, every Mavs fan shuddering, thinking 
<laughs> having nightmares about what Joel Embiid is going to do to the Mavs. I mean, he was rested. They were on the second half back-to-back. He, uh, yeah. And he was very good. He had 35 points on 21 shots. <laughs> he took 13 free throws. He was awesome. But our guy Dwight Powell, team best, plus 26. <laughs> all right, guys? Guys? Let's go. What happened? Give me all the Dwight Powell <laughs> propaganda. I'm here for it. They, like, match the minutes. <laughs> you know, I, I thought for sure they would run more zone as far as Dallas. I thought Dallas would run more zone. I thought they would double more. They brought some help, you know, for Dwight at times. But, you know, for the most part, he matched his minutes kind of. You know, mm. Joel played, uh, you know, a lot, 35 minutes. Dwight only played 21. But there were a few times they checked in, you know, together and – yeah, I mean, you kind of – it was the other guys. It's like you kind of write it off and say, all right, Embiid's going to get his 35. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Tyrese Maxey, hometown guy, Garland guy, a lot of family in the house. Yeah. Uh, Parents, he court was, side. He was quiet until the fourth cool. quarter. He was. Yeah, he the fourth quarter. The fourth he, quarter. like, dragged yeah, him back into his. Yeah. Very troubling. But him with 29, uh, I thought Harden uh, played well, 27, 13 assists. You know – That one assist where he just, like, dropped it back was – yeah. I got to give him props on that one. That's that good. Nasty. I mean, not to do a negative Mavs thing, but it did take them scoring 133, and the other team put up 126. And, you know, they pulled off the win. A win is a win. But they got to figure out a way to get this defense looking yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Now, granted, Uh-oh. this is the most copium ever, okay? Let's go. But granted, <laughs> through three quarters, they were doing okay yeah. on defense. Yeah. But it was it was specifically like the first three minutes of the fourth quarter. Maxi just went nova. I mean, had a couple. First off, Josh Green gave a couple pick sixes up right in the middle of the floor. Some and one both became and ones. Maxi hit a couple threes and then got a layup. And it was a 15-0 Philly run. In yeah, I got a little nervous there in the fourth in quarter. Two forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you know, but that's all it takes, right? Like the. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying you know oh the Mavs defense is fine, but the margins are so thin. Any NBA team can get hot quickly, and if you're the Mavs defense that struggles in transition and you commit a lot of fouls, yeah. if you struggle for three minutes, you can give up 15 points. You can give up a 27-point lead to the Lakers. You can give up a 25-point lead to the Sixers <sighs> in the same week. Yeah. You know, luckily yeah. they were able to to you know close it out, and get over the finish line because Philly made the inexplicable decision to put their starters back in the game and uh, i was like all right it's over we're good we're good you look up and down the, the plus minuses tobias harris minus 22 pj tucker minus 30 Embiid okay. minus 16 harden minus 21 jalen mcdaniels plus 15 george niang plus 17 um the mavs have typically been winning the battle of the benches lately yeah. but they they didn't they yeah did not and, against even Joel. on the other side you know christian was a minus 21 you know, Tim minus 21, Holiday minus 16. It was that the beginning of the fourth. I want to see if something, this, this kid tinker with that beginning of the fourth. They struggled a little bit against Indiana to begin the fourth. Obviously, Kyrie's out there. Um, once again, he was asked post-game about that stretch at the beginning of the fourth, and he just said, oh, not again. That's what was going through <laughs> yeah. his head, you know. And He's uh, honest, I guess. That's dude. what we were all they saying. They interviewed Jason Kidd at the beginning of the fourth, and, and uh, the – TNT reporter was like, so, you know, like now you got to figure out what, what happens if, you know, Philly turns it on offensively. How are you going to get, you know, some defense? And he goes, we're just going to put Luca and Kyrie back in and just <laughs> keep doing what we're doing. I was like, okay, coach. Dude, he's committed to the bit. Yeah. <laughs> no one came here to watch defense. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. He really is just leaning all the way in. 
He I really mean, did. I mean, he completely deflected the defense question and said, we're just going to go full offense. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, while we're here, I know this is not a Philly, uh, Philadelphia 76ers broadcast. All right. So no one's clapping their hands, everybody, for the Philadelphia 76ers here. But going into the playoffs, like the Luka Kyrie uh, tandem, okay, not, they're not, <laughs> not a duo, uh, the, the dandy tandem, of course, they're going to light up even good defenses. But looking at Philly's starting lineup, man, Maxi, Harden, Harris, Tucker, Embiid. Isaac, before tip off, we were talking like, we were both very concerned about Joel Embiid <laughs> against the Mavs, yeah. but then I was yeah. like, "But dude, who do, who is guarding Luca and who's guarding Kyrie?" Uh, they have De'Anthony Melton and Jalen McDaniel's on their bench, mm-hmm. who are, in my opinion, very above average defenders. Going into the playoffs, I think this this kind of should show uh, you know Mavs fans some perspective. Like, there are a lot of teams that are going to struggle on defense, even teams with a better record than Dallas. But like, Philly need to make a change to their starting lineup. Like, what's the I, d- I don't know what to make sense of uh, or how to make sense of their team because th- their their lineup is very big and they don't have any defenders. So is that kind of the – are they going to roll with that? Does that make you feel better about the Mavs rolling with what they're rolling with? Like what's the <laughs> – maybe everyone agrees defense is sort of boring. No one's here to watch 80-80 to 80 basketball. No. I mean, I think De'Anthony Melton's going to start from the playoffs at some point. It's just a matter of who he starts for. Mm-hmm. Is it – you know, Tobias is it? I know at one point they had Maxi coming off the bench at one point this season. Um, you know, Maxi was a. I think that's his, the next growth for him is to get you know a lot better defensively. But they're gonna have to have him out there, and they're still asking a lot of you know PJ Tucker. And I think you know Tucker came in the league with Dirk or something. So <laughs> you know, it's just been. Um, we'll see. They're gonna have to outscore people just like Dallas come playoff time. But I would be worried. Yeah. I would be worried though. Yeah. Now Jalen, just like his brother Jaden McDaniel's Brunson or oh no McDaniel's McDaniel's okay. here. I I don't know who that Brunson character is. Um, he was giving Luca a little bit of trouble. So those long, good hands, kind of like physical, unafraid defenders. Um, Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Same thing. Kind of you just get up into Luca. You kind of frustrate him. Maybe the officials mm-hmm. like looking at something shiny. You give them a little, you know, a little, just a little quick shot to the ribs, get under skin, swipe at the ball. You know, that still um, is kind of causing Luca a few problems. But I'm looking up and uh, up and down the conference and the, you know, the Western Conference. I don't see many guys like that outside of Jaden McDaniels. Um, and I guess Jared Vanderbilt, who's very unlikely you're going to run into the Lakers or the Wolves in the playoffs, at least until like round two or three or something. Yeah. I guess in the plan, you could potentially play them. Um, but I'm just trying to think of what is the what is the best kind of defender for Kyrie, because his only like bad games here have just been he's just missing open shots. Yeah. Like, I've been just really impressed with how he just has kind of figured out every single defense so far. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not a I'm not an X's and O's gal, so you know I'll, <laughs> I'll leave that to Isaac. <laughs> no, I mean I thought uh, Dennis Schroeder played him decently well. You know, you just got to find. Uh, kind of like the the smaller version of what Vanderbilt you know did to Luca. Just if I was a team out there, I mean, look at Denver. Um, you know, KCP, Bruce Brown. They're probably going to throw those you know guys at Kyrie if they match up. Aaron Gordon throwing him at at, at Luca, bigger guy. Good Luca defender. Uh, yeah. So um, that's why Denver for like power ranking teams. I don't want to see in the playoffs early on. It's it's probably Denver. I don't think anyone wants to see Denver. No. <laughs> yeah. But but no, I mean. 
that's why you know you go get a Kyrie because <laughs> nobody can guard him. I mean, no matter if you're the best in best in the league at defense, he he can get past you. You can finish around the basket. I mean, he had a few finishes. It feels like every game yeah. now, even at home, it's like he's finished around the basket, and you can just hear the whole crowd is ooh, you know, like right after a scoop, you know, finger roll. And it's like, how, how did you even get past him? How did you jump so fast and put this layup in over Joel Embiid? I don't like, it's, it's unreal. One thing I really appreciate about him is that he could just go for a normal layup, but then like he just does something just a little fancier yeah. just yeah. because it's, cool. it's it is really, kids. style points matter, you know, yeah. style points matter. That um, one, that one was a good one. Yeah. He kind of, yeah. Up and under, yeah. uh, but he kind of like, the whole point of the Mavs offense is to hunt the mismatch, right? But what happens whenever you encounter a team where everything is a mismatch, you know, and that's that's when Kyrie can really, really, really pop off. And I'm thinking, like, look at the Philly roster. Who do they have that can guard Kyrie? Pretty much nobody. Pretty safe bet that Kyrie's going to score 30 or 40 tonight, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that is now pretty sick because we're, we're used to only doing that for Luca and now we can do that yeah. for two players That's and cool. yeah. some teams have guys in guard one some teams don't have anyone that can guard either and I, I think that we might this might not be the last uh 40 point duo performance 40 point uh twosome so. performance like the Rockets they don't have anybody to guard anybody <laughs> <so>. wow <laughs> well they did beat the Mavs one time this year but n- neither of those guys played in that game Coming up next, though, we're going to dive into a whole lot of fun topics, including some of our favorite duos uh, that are, are not even basketball related. Maybe some are. I don't know. We haven't shown each other yet. It'll be a real surprise. So don't go anywhere on the corner three. Studio 41 Radio, 97.1 The Freak. Yeah. It is quarter number four on Studio 41 Radio. Half number two on the corner three. So we're kind of college basketball to the, the larger programs, NBA. Okay. All right. At least men's college basketball. Women's college basketball has gone to four quarters. Yes. Which is the way that all basketball should be played. I agree. In my opinion. March Madness is coming up. Election Sunday coming up. Yeah. We yeah. need to we need to do a bracket challenge. I. It's time to learn uh, what yeah. teams are good. I did terrible last year, but <laughs> I'm here for I it. I think you and I finished last. Last. We had a Studio 41 bracket challenge. Yeah. And I think you beat me, but yeah. that is the only person that you beat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Now, pick'ems, I got it. Brackets, not so much. But the bracket is a pick'em. No, it's not. At, in the first the round, it's a pick'em. Anyway. I th- the problem is, <laughs> I think, like, you know, every year, I kind of just go chalk, right? And every year, one of my Final Four teams loses in the first round. First and you're weekend. just cooked. You're toast. That's my goal every year is, can I get my Elite Eight past the first weekend? Because, you know, first weekend's first two rounds. Yeah. You gotta have your final four after the first weekend. Yeah. Now you're. Yeah, you're done. Close up. Yeah. Shop. Now, if you're missing multiple final four teams after the first weekend, <laughs> you shout know, out Bobby and Cat. <laughs> it's gonna be a quick March when, for you. you know, you're, out. you're gonna wish March was 28 days. <laughs> All right. So Friday night, the Mavs had their Mavs ball, and um, I'm speaking to you from the the past right now. Into I'm assuming it was a great time. Uh, the Mavs raised a lot of money. You performed. I did not perform, but I am going to perform now, okay? okay? Because performing at Mavs Ball was legendary band Cool in the Gang. Now, I regret to inform you, world, that whenever I got here to the, to the office this morning, I asked Kati and Isaac, what's your favorite Cool in the Gang song? And they go, I don't know any Cool in the Gang songs. There's just so many that was going oh. through my head. It's hard to... Don't cheat. 
Okay. Don't I cheat. Cheated. You know them. All right, so I'm going to sing a few. Uh, let me perform them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Kat and Isaac are going to choose their favorite Cool in the Gang song okay. based on my I performance. I close the tab. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I don't know. Jeez. That is so rude. <laughs> All right. Boom, 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 dun, 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 dun. Dun, da, da, dun, 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 dun. Woo-hoo! Do, 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 dun, dun. Sorry. Chopper just freaked out on the audio board. I'll fix that one in post. Chopper's ears just blasted off. I'm hitting my button right now. Celebration. What is celebration? Oh, you're buzzing in. Yeah, I'm buzzing in. I didn't know we were buzzing in. Correct. Celebration. Yes. Okay. I didn't know this was a... Well, all right. All right, now the I'm next in now. the next two songs <laughs> are very similar. Okay, sounding. Okay. Ready? Okay. Get down on it. Get down on it. Get down I'm on it. Again. But, but I gotta do it. Really don't wanna dance. But standing on. Bobby the wall. really enjoyed last Get night. Get back up <laughs> off the wall. You know. You buzzed in. Yeah, I did. I answered. You I got it. Down uh, on it. All right, it's one to one. All right, let's go. Next one. Well, this one is self-evident too. Jungle Buggy, Jungle Buggy. I don't think I know this one. Jungle Buggy. It's just that over and over again. All right, yes. That's it. Yeah. All right, and then the final one. Oh yes, it's ladies' night, and I'm feeling right. Oh yes, it's ladies' night. Oh what? Ladies' night. Yes, you got it. Cat wins 3-1. Cat, you're the queen of what is that like disco soul funk? Uh, yeah. Disco pop. How how does Spotify describe them? I Chopper, don't know. Was this your favorite segment ever? <laughs> and if you're still here. Yeah. No, that's fun. Somebody just swerved off the road. A bunch of millennials <laughs> learn about uh 70s music from when music was good and pure. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's uh that is cool in the gang. Okay, good stuff. Now, yeah. Cool and the Gang is a duo because no, you got Cool, no you got the Gang. Off this one. Okay. okay. All right. So we're about to talk about some of our favorite duos, or combinations, or tandems. Yes. Two or two dudes on the court. Yep. Playing at the same time. Two people that work together. <laughs> exactly. Coworkers. Co. You're my coworker. Two oh, coworkers. <laughs> Chopper won't be our coworker for very much longer. <laughs> he's he's submitting his resignation. Yeah, right he's now. like, I'm out. <laughs> I need off of this sinking ship. All right, so uh, before the before the show, we kind of I don't know whose idea it was Isaac. Was it yours? Our favorite our favorite duos. Yeah. And we challenge each other to think of as many cool duos as you could. Now we're let's let's run down some of our favorites. All right, who wants to start? I don't work well, and hey, you have a minute to do this, so do it. Hey, so. at least it, it was better than hey, as we're doing the first. Yeah. <laughs> as Great we're doing quarter meeting. three, think about. Your duos yeah. for the next one. As we're talking about the game, and you have your full attention here, I need you to be thinking about something completely See, the, different. See, the, 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 the secret is to just think about everything all the time. Oh, no. Okay, can I, can I ask you a... Um, this has been a, a debate over, for me over the past like week or so. So back like a week and a half ago, somebody told me that <laughs> cinnamon rolls and chili are a combo. No. That... Every time that, you know, there's some people who grew up that's like, 
yeah, every time that my mom made chili or every time we had chili, we always had cinnamon rolls with it. I and mean, cornbread. Like, oh, not on top. No, oh, okay. no, no. No, this isn't like biscuit and gravy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is like dessert, like afterwards. Okay, so hmm. I, I'm like, you're insane. Okay, you're uh, absolutely insane. But here you go. I said this the other day on Lockdown Maps. Bunch of comments like, yeah, I grew up. I grew up with this. Somebody even tweeted at me yesterday that there was an ice cream. Kirk tweeted at me and like somebody posted a picture holding a, a thing of ice cream. It was chili and cinnamon roll flavor ice cream. No. I know. It's horrible. No. So question, is that a combo that you have heard of? I have I, never heard of it. I haven't either. Okay. That's just like honestly, is that ice cream is an affront to my some people say it was religion. a Midwest thing. Okay, well then yeah, I have a Midwest thing? Yeah. Do people in the Midwest eat chili? Like I don't yes. know. Yes. Okay, because my family is from Michigan. I mean, they're from all over the place, but they moved here from Michigan, and chili was never a thing in my household. I love chili. I guess it was That's their great. household. <laughs> I, I just lived there for free. Uh, I have a friend in Cincinnati, and chili is like a thing. Yeah, there. really? Skyline yeah. chili. Skyline, yeah. yeah. What is Skyline chili? It's, yeah, just, it's a, just a type of... Okay. It's a so, very specific type, like flavor profile. And so you eat cinnamon rolls after? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's just, it's been a weird thing. I yeah, that doesn't go together for me. How do you rate that as a Mavs duo? I think that's like Wayne Ellington and Jose Calderon I don't rate. level duo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't grade. Yeah. I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> it's the ongoing bit, apparently, because I'm not grading anything. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right. So here, here's a few. I'm not going to list my whole list. I'll save some for the end. But okay. here's some of my favorite combos. Okay. Bread and butter. Good Great. solid combo, yeah. right? Like if you're Kay. thinking that's like that's like Dirk and Monte, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, good combo. You've um, recently become a morning toast guy. Oh man, I I usually skip breakfast. Yeah. But over the last few months, yeah. Now I'm I'm having toasted peanut butter and jelly every morning for breakfast. Toasted PBJ. Yeah. Way to put, start the day, man. Put the bread in the toaster. Then you put some, a little peanut butter on both. A little jelly in the middle. You get a little sugar. You get a little protein. You get a Have little. Have you used your waffle maker? Not yet, because I don't buy eggs, dude. I don't buy eggs, and I don't buy milk. <laughs> I need to do that. Okay. Well, you need a raise anyway. to buy eggs now. But. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about macaroni and cheese and green beans? You mix up the green beans into the cheese. The crap are you doing? What? How is that a combo? How is that one of the first combos you think yeah, of? Yeah. That was like the ninth. That's I got a, a lot. <laughs> that's okay. just a casserole, I guess, right? Like, right. That's a good combo. I mean, yeah. Two good oh. sides. That's great, Sads. Yeah, I don't. Okay, you just talked about chili and cinnamon. I rolls, wasn't even a, like a big fan of that. Oh, I have okay. m- I have milk and cereal. Okay, well that's one. That's great. That's not a duo. That's a great combo. That is a combo. That yeah. isn't a duo because you can't have you can't have you can't have cereal without milk. That's, what's the point? That's have not true. Have you ever seen me eat the Fruit Loops here? Just dude, my kids eat Cheerios it's been all a while the time. So we've had some Fruit Loops in okay, here. Okay, well I used to just eat them dry. They have cocoa so, puffs. Yeah. <laughs> those are championship I don't think you cocoa puffs. Yeah, you don't want to eat those. Uh, how about seltzers and the pool? Oh, okay, yeah. Wow, that's a good one. I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is science. I think that seltzers get 50% better whenever you're in water. Like, whenever you're in submerged. Water. Yeah, I think, like, it activates your taste buds or something. I could get behind that. And it's just hot outside. Yeah, and you're like, yeah I could get cold. behind that for sure. Yeah. Uh, the final one that I want to list right now, and then we'll get to my best ones later. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Topper said, "Shower and beer." <laughs> that is a good combo. 
That's a great combo. Have you seen they make those suction cup like wine glass holders for the shower? Who's drinking wine in the shower? That sounds really dangerous. I'm like, <laughs> weird. Y'all just all picture Chopper right now in the shower drinking a beer. <laughs> shower beers are goaded, though. That is that is science. Uh, the final Go to one, Roller Town gets a beard. There you go. Lana Del Rey and Cloudy Weather. Yeah, that's Over, a good overcast. one. Overcast. I, I can get behind that one for yeah. sure. What are, you set, what are you setting in as you're listening to that? What do you mean? Like, are you in like a hammock? No, I'm just chilling. <laughs> got the got the the curtains drawn or the the what do you call the little twisties? You know, like the <laughs> yeah. they like they're like sort of yeah. twisty blinds. Yeah, they're not like the ver- they're not like the horizontal ones. They're vertical. Yeah, the twisties. You know, what do you call those? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Chopper just says, "I'm sitting in my feelings." <laughs> what are you it's sitting true. in his feelings? You're just you know <laughs> sitting, thinking, thinking about stuff, just listening to Lana Del Rey, man. See, I that's a good one, but then also like Frank Ocean. Mm. Yeah, mm. I could substitute. But see, Lana I feel like Frank. you could you could play Frank on a sunny day too, and it's it's still. It fits depends. Somehow. It depends. Like what vibe are we going with? Yeah. Could yeah. I do like Lord of the Rings soundtrack? You could. Okay. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King soundtrack is very very good. Pretty dang good. Very very good. The is great it? Gray Havens. Ooh, that's what got me through Ooh. graduate school as I was working Ooh. on papers. Okay. Gray Havens at the end. It's it's a lot that song or that track is a lot like the third movie and that it has like 15 conclusions to it and it just keeps the, there's like more key changes more key changes going. yeah yeah cool. so those are some of my duos not yeah. all of them i mean what do you got, Kat? i got like cake and ice cream good duo okay yeah. yeah especially if it's like or like a fresh baked good <laughs> and ice cream so yeah. like cookies out of the oven cake brownies brownies and Pie? ice cream Pie and ice cream. Yeah, you know. I just you know what's it, I love dessert. I, icing. Dessert. <laughs> 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 Burritos. Tacos. <laughs> Tacos. Cocoa Puffs. Was that what you said that one time on this yeah, show? I love burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Silent for like eight minutes. <laughs> I love burritos. <laughs> hey. Uh, my weird one was uh, apples or bananas with almond butter. That is really... Okay. There's backstory to this. I don't think I've had because before the show, Isaac said, "What are some of your favorite duos?" And like within two seconds, that's what you said. And you said (laughs) it as if it was like the most obvious thing. Oh, bananas and almond butter. What is? I don't even know what almond butter is. Really? It's like peanut butter, but it's made with almonds. Is it good? I mean, apparently. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not a big banana guy either. Healthier than than peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah. Hmm. So almonds is better than peanuts. They're healthy. It's I think it's a healthier fat. If, I um, mean, I'm not trying to get all nutritional on this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big banana guy. You know, I wasn't eat. I wasn't either, but lately I have been. So yeah. you know, your yeah. your taste buds have changed. A little apples, bit. Apples and peanut butter are pretty good. I do love apples. Sprinkle a couple like yeah. Granny Smith. Yeah, oh. yeah, man. Sprinkle mm. a little like chocolate chip on there. Ooh, yeah. oh yeah. wow, now, like, okay, now okay. Strawberries and chocolate, mm. great combo. Pretty good. Yeah, and mine's all food. I've, yeah, I've noticed a trend. <laughs> I baseball and a beer. Mm. Pasta okay. and bread. I stay away from that, but yes, it's <laughs> delicious. Pasta and spaghetti sauce. <laughs> That's like milk and cereal. Come on. <laughs> yep, yep. So you can have butter noodles. That's true. Butter noodles are oh, good. Oh, butter man. boy oh. over here. Oh. All right. Okay. Anyway, I went. A, I went a couple pop culture uh, in. <laughs> Uh, in honor of Bobby, 
Oh, my last one's you, you two. Y'all are my favorite, too. Oh, yeah. shucks. <laughs> You're welcome. Shucks. Adorable. Yeah. Uh, comment below with some of your favorite uh, duos. Yeah. Like <laughs> like Ash and Pikachu. Oh, how, my God. How, <laughs> why didn't I think of that? How proud are you? What? How proud of you? Like, oh, I are you proud of me right now? How old are you? How old are you? Are you proud of me? Dude, I'm so proud of you. You know, Ash is like retired, though. He's like out of the game now. That's top of his list. That was the first thing. That's number one. Oh my gosh. Dang. Okay, and you asked Kyrie about chess. Isaac, you're changing. <laughs> you're hanging out with Bobby. Listen, am I influencing yeah, him? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, if, well. I, I don't know if Jason Kidd was like, you know, fibbing a little bit because he talked about the relationship of Kyrie and Luca and how like them hanging out, playing some cards and, you know, different stuff like that. Well, then my second question to Kyrie after the game, I was like, hey, you know, tell me about the, you know, you and Luca off the court since you've been in Dallas. And I like finished it with, I was like, have you played him in chess yet? And Kyrie said, no, I haven't played him in chess yet. He laughed. He's like, or dominoes. Um, and then he just talked about looking forward to hanging out with him off the court and mm. all that. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Um, we hang out all the time. I can't wait to hang out with him <laughs> for the first time. But he also <laughs> said, he said, that's what road trips are for too. And he's like, hanging out with guys, getting closer with them. He's like, it's been a whirlwind. My family coming in, like, he's, yeah. I mean, everything's crazy for him right now. But he's like, we got plenty of time to, you know, do yeah. anything. Okay, so I also had a, a Chewie and Han. Okay, yeah, okay. Chewbacca what? and uh, oh, Han Solo. Like, what? what are we talking about here? A uh, little Star Wars uh, duo. That is a good duo. And then I also put Bobby and Jess. Oh, That's so nice. That's cute. Two of your duos are... You're you're a man after my own heart. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's playing to his audience, but you know that's cool. That yeah. well, yeah, I'll, we'll no. give him that. Our audience is expansive. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we have a global audience. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's there you go. What's what were the ones you? Yeah. Were holding what on what, to? what are you holding out on? Uh, how about basketball and water? Love water, and I love basketball. Baseball and beer. I mean, I, I like them both, but when you're playing basketball, what's better than like? Subbing out of the game, or the game is over, you go take a big swig of water. I don't know, like a an Arctic breeze Gatorade. Mm. Mm. Like when you just mm. fire. Yeah, mm. it's like a timeout or something. You just take some swigs of that. It's great. Yeah, uh, as Chopper points out, the Mavs uh, experience basketball and water together quite often. If it gets too rainy outside, <laughs> you know that's something that that we've experienced. A little condensation. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, Not yesterday though. That's How about uh, cooking and listening to music? Yes. On a record player, specifically. I don't yeah. have a record player, but music is yeah, so fun. I'm all so about bad. record player. I have one in my office. I have one at home. Love record players. Although, good sound. it is a little yeah. annoying, though, because, well, yeah, it's just, now I'm, like, complaining as a new age person. <laughs> you got to get up and change the, you, you know, flip do, the man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you do. There's a, there's a Father John Misty album I listen to a lot that, three songs. Little Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, I, I got a I got a Simon and Garfunkel album. Garfunkel, yeah. I do from back in the day. Nice. Yeah, nice. an original. How about that? And a night at the opera too. Like some classics, oh. some classicos. Okay. Uh, and then my final one: stealth rock and rapid spin. Very rare to get a Pokemon that knows both moves, but it's really nice rapid to be able to spin. set hazards while also removing uh, theirs on your own side of the field without clearing the field completely by using something like defog. 
So really, really, really potent combo there. The more you know. I had that on my list. I just skipped it over. Hey, I mean, you did have Ash and Peak too, Isaac. So you were already down that list. Uh, any other combos that I missed? Uh, <laughs> classical music and a good book. Mm. That's, I cannot that's my listen to music to while I'm reading. Oh, dude. It distracts yeah, no. me too much. I literally... Batman and Robin says choppers. Mm. Yes. I like this chopper communicating Fro with us. Frodo today. and Sam. He's like Chopper's like Chet GPT. This Frodo and Sam in like the first two movies. Third movie yeah. duo kind of turns fell apart a little bit. It is the Lord of the Rings Gollum and Yeah. Okay. You need to watch them. It them. Ugh. Should I start so there yeah. or the Godfather or with Okay, start with the Godfather. Okay. Start with the Godfather. Yeah. All or right, Star so Wars, like I got a lot on my list. Moving forward here. <laughs> like, moving forward, there's a huge game tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Mavs Suns. On the other side of that, Mavs Jazz, and then it's a lot of road games. It's New Orleans, and then you play the Grizzlies three times, like in two days. That's already somehow. here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I feel like when the schedule dropped, we were like, wow, and they're near the end of the season. Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. over the next over the next week Whoa. and a half, two weeks. Yeah. 18, 19 Whoa. games left. Yeah, that's crazy. yeah, we're we're here, and now you know if the Mavs lose to the Suns, the world is not burning or whatever. It, it will be fine. If the Mavs beat the Suns, probably going to win the championship. So the stakes are very low on this game. Um, but I guess I don't know how excited are you about that game? How excited are you about down the stretch? Like we're here now. Like we we are officially in the we're in the thing. We're I'm pumped. This the, is the most fun part of the basketball season like every game matters type thing like that's that's when I'm about it like it's not like your random game 37 that it's like okay whatever like no every game matters especially with the western conference being this close I'm here for it give me all the basketball I'm super excited too and and I'm just trying to keep the bigger picture in mind over this last you know this last month of the season not you know two games freak out not two games and get super excited they're winning the title Let's but get Isaac, if they beat Phoenix, <laughs> they are going to win the championship. Okay. Let's, you know, even Kyrie joked about it post game. You know, the other, <laughs> <laughs> the other night that he was like, "Hey, like, let's, let, me, let me get a few more games." You know, with Luca, like we gotta we gotta play together more. So I'm excited about. It. I think they beat Phoenix. On, oh wow. on Sunday, I think it's uh, I think there's a little little more added motivation like too with Katie coming to town and. I think it's gonna be really similar to that Sixers game. It's gonna be close. We'll have fun, and uh, I think they pull pull a win off. Well, the Sixers did shoot fifty seven point seven percent from the floor. It's gonna be really hard for Phoenix to shoot better than that. Yeah. So you know, maybe the yeah. Mavs are gonna win no matter what. And yeah. and I think they'll struggle with defense too. I mean, they lost Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson, some of those guys. All the so. defense went to Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot. They just have all the defense. <laughs> they have all the defense. Offense. Eh. They're kind of like the Mavs on defense. They're just like, yeah, hey, we'll figure it out. They're going to be the darling team in the playoffs, though. Everybody's going to want to root for them. And yeah, they make it, man. They've lost a few in a row. Okay, never okay. mind. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. we're here. We're in the moment. Every game is going to be super important, super meaningful. It's like check the standings every hour because they're changing time of year. You know, uh, super exciting. And we'll be with you every step of the way. And that includes next weekend, same time. Same place, Studio 41 Radio, 97-1 The Freak. We'll be back with Corner 3, maybe numbers on the boards. Who knows? You'll have to tune in to find out. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy Mavs Suns. Let's do this thing, and we'll see you next weekend. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>